Okay, go ahead. Hello there. General Kenobi. <laughs> you are a bold one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So that was our little intro this time for our episode five. Three. No, no we're in episode five. We're talking oh, right. about episode three now. <laughs> but we decided to do that little intro instead of our Joker one this time. <laughs> I added a little extra cough because that's the only thing I got from General Grievous. But um, so anyway, welcome to episode five of DJ Tomcat and Mogo's Movie Mayhem. I'm DJ Mogo. I'm DJ Tomcat. And we are talking about episode Star Wars Episode Three. Yes, um, the conclusive. Well, I don't, don't want to say conclusion, but conclusion of the first three episodes. Yes, which were technically not the first three, but they renamed it as the first three because this was a prequel to the original Star Wars trilogy, which is now Episode Four, Five, and Six. It's very confusing for people. Yes, if you can't count, it's very confusing for you. But yes. So anyway. Overall thoughts. Well, so let's talk about episode three. This is my favorite. If you guys listened to it before, this has been my favorite. This one was my favorite out of at least the first three episodes because it um, it did, you know, conclude everything. But there was a lot more action for me. There was a lot more. The storyline was better. And I just like the, uh, the development of characters happening. It just all kind of concluded at the yeah, so overall i give this one uh, a little bit more four out of five now yes uh revenge of sith to me is the best of the prequels where you get to see the clone wars in full force you get to yeah. see uh the tragedy of anakin skywalker the rise of the empire mm-hmm. uh, and darth vader yes. and that I feel like people know, like, who are not a big fan of the prequels, know, like, even they have to admit this is a great film. And I have to agree with you and give it a four out of five. Yes. So, and now uh, I don't know if I've told you this before, but I saw episode three before I even saw episode one and two. Yeah, mainly because uh, it was just you know a movie to see. I think I I saw it with a friend of one. I saw I didn't watch it, but I so for me this was probably without knowing what happened in the first time. But I, it didn't really take away from the story for me. You know, watching this one before watching one and two. Now that I've seen one and two, um, not uh, the whole time together. But when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's that was a pretty cool movie. So yeah. So overall, it's been my. It's been my favorite of the prequels, so I, it's still my favorite. And I'm trying to, and so well, let's so let's talk about the the storyline itself. So as we see, um, this is where should, I don't can we say it now? Where what happened yeah. with Anakin, or is that a spoiler? Uh, uh, let's try and walk the line. Walk the line a little bit. Yes. Okay. So 
so uh, I don't know how long has it been since episode two, like uh, the years? three years, three years. Okay, so I, yeah, I didn't pick up on that part, but anyway, so say I, I like this movie so much, I don't even know what to talk about first. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like Tommy now; I'm on the edge of my seat, uh, so I don't even know where to begin with this. Let's talk about uh, the uh, different storylines story and like yes. how. Like, they seemed a lot more cohesive. Yes, they did. See, because, um, like I said, in episode two, you know, there was that love story. Even though this was in episode three, I didn't feel like... See, I know you mentioned last time you thought it was an equal balance uh, between the, you know, b- uh, the Clone Wars and the love story and whatnot. In this one, I found out that I thought this was a better balance between everything yeah. happening. Because there was a lot happening, but I I thought this was a better balance. Um, I didn't feel like it was one story more than the other and uh, obviously it was an intro if people don't pick this up this was you know how it all started before episode four you know before the original star wars so it had to lead up to that and i thought it was and and i thought it it was a good story arc so you know all this leading up this for some reason i don't know this story was better than the first i won't it was better than the first two episodes for me but that's uh yeah that's neither here nor there. I wish they kind of would have started, but then, but see now, I don't know if that's made it a good thing because you know you build up, you kind of save the best for last, or if they should have kind of had this much, uh, much intensity from the very beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel like they kind of. Well, I do wish that like they had like started during the Clone Wars. I mm-hmm. appreciate. Uh, the world building right. uh, that they did in establishing this is a different world from uh, the original trilogy. trilogy. You know, like this yeah. is almost like the Roman Empire at yes. its uh, height. And we have to understand what happened to understand why it fell. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I do agree with you on that. And, um, but yeah, because you know you're dealing with it. It was a different time, you know, and obviously you know when the Star Wars, the episode four now, the Star Wars come up. You know, this was they're they're older than whatnot, but this is when they were you know young and yeah, stuff was happening. So so I, I do yeah, so I do see what you mean. So I think there is a because me personally, you know, trilogies are hard to do sometimes. You know, yeah, sometimes usually the first one's good, the second one it can be better, but sometimes the third one is just crap for no apparent. Reason, you know, yeah. so I keep thinking back to trilogies, but and not in this aspect. I didn't. I thought this was a nice. Uh, I, you know, even though third, I thought this third one would, you know, ended it very nicely. I thought it was so. It was pretty cool. Yes, the whole sequence of it, anyway. Yeah, and I really, uh, you know, going to characters and acting. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Even that took like a step up, you know. Like, uh, I feel like, you no, know, like, that you still have that Lucas dialogue that's really heavy on exposition, but the acting feels a lot more comfortable. It does, and I, I don't see now. I, I liked, uh, Anakin Skywalker a little bit more in this one. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Hayden, uh, I, maybe it's just the dialogue, but I kind of liked him now seeing him in this 
I don't, I don't know. I guess maybe I just kind of liked him seeing this, as, you know, because you kind of see him more struggling with things, and he's not so... I don't want to say last one, he was wishy-washy, but yeah. to me, he was kind of wishy-washy in the last one. Yeah, and, you know, like, there's no question, you know, like, him and Obi-Wan are good friends, and you get to see that uh, friendship, and, you know, like, they do... Uh, have this strong bond yes that yes i agree yeah and but obviously we'll talk about it later but you know with what happens that with that relationship so yeah so a lot of a lot of stuff that i it's it's weird a lot a lot of stuff that i kind of wanted with episode one and two kind of happened at episode three yeah you know what i mean so that, i thought that was kind of cool but that's probably why i liked it so much so you kind of get there i thought there was a lot more character development or yeah. something and with relationships and people it was just kind of yeah yeah and you no know, like i feel like lucas the technology uh with the visual effects mm-hmm. caught up to lucas's vision in this one if you compare this to like uh episode one it's like a completely different different uh movie and we'll and I'll delve into this a little bit more in spoilers, but oh my god, the visuals were amazing. They were, yes. You know, I, uh, me personally, I still kind of wished um, Darth Darth Maul was in this one. Yeah. You know, I I mentioned this last time. I was a little upset that he kind of you know died in the first one. I thought he would have been a nice addition to this third one, but would not that. It didn't take away from it, but that's just me and my own little personal, you know. Yeah. Whatnot. It probably would have been, but see now, but and then also, well, we already talked about spoilers in episode one and two. So if you haven't seen them, watch them first, and then we'll talk about it. But spoilers in episode one and two alert. Um, you know, Qui Gon dying. I can kind of see why he had to die in the first one. You know, because it, it, it kind of would have been weird if. But I don't know if we, you know, would have been if like Qui Gon died in the third one. Like if he was killed by Anakin too or something. I think that would have been interesting. You know, I was thinking about that too, you know? Because that yeah. would have been like, that would have been an interesting plot. He killed Obi-Wan's apprentice and Obi-Wan lost, the uh, Obi-Wan's master and Obi-Wan lost his apprentice to add to it. But like I said, but that, yes, that's a spoiler. If you haven't seen it, watch it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, with the uh, musical track, uh, John Williams returns to mm-hmm. uh, do the score. Uh, were there any uh, moments that stood out for you with the soundtrack? I did like um, what is it, Anakin's betrayal song? Yeah, that one was that, and I think this one, if the that one again, I still can't figure out the friggin' name of it, but it's the uh, the one I mentioned before. Da 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 da, dum dum dum, da 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 da, dum dum dum. That one was still always my favorite. And I think I always, um, what was the other one? If there was one other one. No, that was it. Yeah, it was the Anakin's, Anakin's betrayal and uh, those two. So, yeah. Oh, and um, obviously uh, the the Anakin versus Obi-Wan. Kenobi-Wan. Yeah, Battle of the Heroes is mm-hmm. probably, for me, the standout track. Yes. Uh, it's the uh, build up of everything, uh, and it's... Uh, cut like so well mm-hmm. uh but that's for uh spoilers uh right. <laughs> probably like 
my other uh, favorite. Um, I just realized I can't really get into uh, any of these without getting into spoilers because of the uh, names of the songs. Oh, yes, that you got a point. Yes, so. But yes, the music was also very good too. So yeah, there's yeah, the music has been uh consistent and very good throughout the whole um episodes. First three episodes. Yeah, nothing has re- really been bad in my opinion. So, yeah. I like them. But um so yes, so actors, so now we're going to take a little break so we can talk about spoilers cuz I imagine we're going to have to talk a whole lot more. Now. Oh yeah. More more now. Let's is there something else in particular you wanted to mention? Before we get into it, uh, not in particular. Okay. Yeah. So again, guys, uh, we have to say hi to our sponsors. We'll be right back in a couple of moments. Okay. Supporters of WFSC include Flip Breakfast and Lunch Cafe at 103 Meadville Street in downtown Edinburgh. Flip is open for breakfast and lunch every day from 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. with dinner available on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 5 to 9 p.m. Details are available on Facebook or at 814-734-3400. Humor. You know, if I wasn't stuck with this ugly mug, I'd be on television right now. And all hockey, all the time. <laughs> well, let me tell you about this one dude I knew back home. Well, most of the time. Catch the Upper Bowl with Colin McManus Thursdays at 6 p.m. on 88.9 WFSCFM, Fighting Scots Radio. So you don't have to miss even a minute. It's the Fighting Scots in action on the Edinburgh Sports Network on the radio 88.9 WFSC and online at edinburghnow.com. Video of many home games is also featured on ETV. This game broadcast is underwritten in part by the Edinburgh Hotel Bar, serving a variety of lunch and dinner items every day from their location at 100 Meadville Street in downtown Edinburgh. Information is at 814-734-5103 or online at edinburghhotelbar.com. Okay, we are back. Thank you for taking that little break with us. So now we are going to talk about the spoilers. So we'll talk about everything about episode three. So let's talk about the plot a little bit. So to start with, um, what is it? Anakin leads a mission to save uh, Chancellor Palpatine because he's been kidnapped by General Grievous, right? Yes. Yes. And no, like the opening of the sequence when... Like, just seeing the uh, full scale um, is amazing. There's so much going on, and, mm-hmm. you know, like, this was Lucas's vision, and the technology have finally come up to it to see this giant space battle yes. with so much uh, going on. You know, like, all of these like, explosions, you know, like, probably hundreds of ships. Yeah. Let's go. And um, uh, not f- oh, what was it? I felt bad for uh, R four. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's sad. That's <laughs> that sucks. But now the battle on IP. Yeah. R four. Yes. R I P R R four. Um, but uh, but yes, no. I know what you mean. It's it was it's cool to start off that way, you know, with that kind of battle. Uh, everything in the visual effects was was nice as well, and. Yeah, so the, so I didn't have any problem with any actually the fighting or whatnot. It was all done pretty well. I didn't think anything was 
See, but that's weird, though. Why did I feel like the CGI was used too much in the other ones, but not in this one? Is that I, just me? I feel like it's because uh, the visual effects took, like, a big step up. Yeah. Uh, so it. it looks a lot better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I love the uh, uh, comedy aspects uh, with... Uh, uh, the elevator and, you know, the right, dialogue yeah, yeah. between mm-hmm. yeah. Obi-Wan and Anakin. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, R2 is a bit of a pyromaniac. He, it, <laughs> I love, that's why in the last one, even though I said this one also proves my point that R2 was uh, he's a badass too. <laughs> that was so funny. The oil, he was just like, I thought he was just spitting out oil. <laughs> on them for that first one i was like dang and then all of a sudden he sets on fire yeah he has a you you know what that's if that's the way you got to get things done that's what you got to do yeah that was so funny though he's um yeah you can't mess with him either there's like so he him and yoda are like two and you is it coincidence that they're both short i don't know it's like you know it's like because i have a dog he's a chihuahua but he's also a badass too you can't mess with him so must be a short person thing complex i don't know napoleon complex but yeah so r2 is a little bit of a pyromaniac we agree the uh elevator sequence was funny yes um and you kind of and also you kind of got to see you know another part of anakin's you know his first when he encounters uh, encounters dooku yep. and you know decapitates him they seem to love doing that with people yeah and you know? no like you get the sense that uh, something's a little bit off with Chancellor and Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do it. Do it, yes. <laughs> do it. <laughs> yes, you do get that. But, I, you know, I kind of, like I said before, I did see three, so I already knew what happened. But when I was watching episode one and two, they were giving hints that, you know, he was, uh, was it Sith? The, yeah. The, um, he was... Uh, uh, Sith Lord. Sith Lord, thank you. That thank you. the Jedi Order had been looking for for years. For years, yeah. So that was, um, but yeah, so you did get that going on. And, and you know, like you say, you saw him and, and Anakin's relationship a little bit in episode two. It got more developed in this one because, you know, he was trying to get Anakin to join the dark side of the Force. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so going down the line of that what was I to say? So, um, so after the battle, uh, Count Dooku dies, which was a very good opening sequence as well. Yeah. You know, you so, what did you think of our new secondary villain, General Grievous? I, <laughs> I. So I. So so here's my thing. Well, let me start with this here. What was what was his coughing problem? What what do you have? Polio so or something? it's <laughs> kind of been debated because. Uh, in the 2003 uh, 2D anime Clone Wars series, mm-hmm. it was revealed that uh, uh, Mace Windu uh, reached out and uh, crushed uh, Grievous's chest, uh, causing that cough. As of uh, now, uh, that series is no longer canon. The oh. 2008 uh, uh, CGI Clone Wars series is canon, which I'd just like to 
points out, uh, was a show run by the showrunner is Dave Filoni, who is a graduate of Edinburgh. So, uh, oh, been okay. of uh, Star Wars uh, Pride. Pride, yes. Okay, yes. That's it. Okay. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. Mr. Filoni, if you're listening, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had no, to do fine. that. No, it's fine. Yes. So, um, thank you for me, too, as well. But I know who you are and of you, but I don't know you. But yes, thank you for. Because if it wasn't for you, then. Tommy probably wouldn't do this with me. So no, uh, the <laughs> no um, that series was how I became a Star Wars fan. See? So there you go. Uh, anyway, uh, so it's kind of unknown. Uh, in it's kind of unknown how Grievous got his cough. To answer your question. Okay, so I I thought it was. <laughs> It's just, I was like, okay, why is he coughing so much? I thought they would explain it, but it didn't bother me. It was just, it was just funny because of everything. But I guess if you, you know, follow that storyline, then you know where it come from. But, yeah. you know, me just not, not following every single episode or whatnot, that was just weird. But no, it didn't take away from me. But um, he was, um, he was a good villain too, you know. Um, he was, yeah. So he was, yeah, he was cool. And, you know, as a, I still, like I said, personally would want um mole there but he was a good villain i didn't i didn't mind him i thought he was funny at times and you know just yeah so he was cool yeah he was also uh really intimidating you know like yeah. to like his eyes and like his whole demeanor, demeanor especially when he fights with like foreign lightsabers yes you know he, like yeah uh he is like kind of this like Jedi killing machine, mm-hmm. and man, you know, and I, I can't still think of it. There was, I swear to God, when I first saw him, and there, there were a couple of scenes where I've seen him. He reminded me of this is going to sound foreign to everybody, but he reminded me of a scene where I saw someone like when they, and I don't know when it was or what movie it was, but basically they, like, removed their uh, hood or something and they turned into this big machine of something of some sort. Yeah. And it reminded me of that, but I just swear I just don't remember what movie or... Robocop? No. No, wait, maybe, yes. Maybe. Which, no, maybe. Crap. <laughs> I'm seeing so many machines coming out of a of a cloak now in my head. Maybe it was RoboCop. There, if I think about it, I'll mention it again. But it was that kind of intimidation, what you're talking about, I remember seeing. And all of a sudden, you know, how someone just reveals that, and then they have all these yeah. arms and everything else coming up. But I don't know. Because so that t- kind of intimidation, yes, um, I agree with you. So, but. Yeah, and, you know, um, they, Grievous escapes. Uh, they land the... Uh, ship him one of the uh most uh interesting landings i have ever I've seen, seen. <laughs> yes well yeah. at least we're still flying half a ship yeah <laughs> and then um so here's my okay so so going off with that well see uh, uh what's his name i uh, c3po is gold now yeah so finally you know we see where that came from but um so then also when they come back, you know, Anakin and Padme have kept their relationship a secret, I guess. Yes. And 
and and, and well, so that's another thing. I mean, throughout the story, you see that she's so I, I like I wonder how far along she's she was pregnant because she seemed to have gotten pregnant really fast or at least given birth from the time she announced she was pregnant. Yeah, it's kind of unclear with the time frame. Yes, it is. That's a little too... Because uh, even if, you know, and like I said, so even if she wasn't, you know, people, she was obviously showing that she was pregnant. So was she just like not seeing anybody? No one ever asked her who's the father or anything? That, that one was kind of weird to me. Yeah, it's kind of unclear. Yeah. Um... I will say that um, the scene when she tells Anakin, you know, like, their reaction is so well done, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, like, props to Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Like, it's the right amount of excitement, but also trepidation Mm -hmm. and fear. Fear, right. I did see that, too. Because it was like, yeah, because, yes, because I think he, um, you know, then then he started having visions of you know her in pain. Yeah. Um, so it all. So that's why. So that's why I probably liked it too. Because I saw more of this. This was a lot more of um, his struggles of stuff going on with him. You know, going on. So that's why I liked that a lot more uh, happening with him. And also, but like I said just that that the whole pregnancy thing was weird because that just happened. Seemed to happen very fast. But and then also. So after yeah, so after that he, you know he he and uh, the chancellor started uh, you know having a relationship and that's when the chancellor was starting to mm. go into him with the dark side of the force. So it was a nice right mixture because the chancellor obviously the chancellor has been working on him for a little bit. Yeah. But you know you got to see more of that happening. You know him telling him stories and you know and also playing to his uh, vulnerability. You know. Because he was, because uh, he has, because you know he doesn't want to lose his wife or his children, and he, you know, he knows Anakin wants to do anything to protect him, but he's, you know, and he thinks that if he does one thing, that that'll make him lose him, you know. But he ends up doing a thing that ends up making him lose them. So yeah, <laughs> you know, so it was the whole thing. So I, that's what I mean. So I kind of I did like that, that how that story arced on that. So yeah, and you have kind of this. Spy versus spy, spy. element mm-hmm. when yeah. the Jedi Council is wary of Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know he's the Dark... The Sith Lord. Yeah. Right. They, uh, but they just don't trust him. Yeah, so they ask Anakin to... Um, spy on him. Yeah, and... No, I really liked how conflicted Anakin was, was because, right. mm-hmm. you know, like, on top of, like, having these visions and, like, uh, being told to let go where he doesn't want to lose Padme, you right. know, like, they're also telling him to spy, which is, like, mm-hmm. against the Jedi Code, which puts kind of this drift between him and the council, the council and yeah. Obi-Wan's kind of caught in the middle yeah. almost because you know he doesn't feel like they tr- did, because he f- doesn't feel like they trust and they Annika doesn't feel like the council trusts him and um you know even when and I think this is also what um the chancellor knows because he purpose I think he purposely said he wants 
Anakin to represent him, yeah. knowing they wouldn't give him that right, you know. So they put, yeah, so he kind of set this whole thing up. Yeah, he is a master manipulator. Manip- yes, you know, exactly. Like, it's like a chess game where he knows all the moves. Yeah, exactly. So he kind of he set this stuff up, and he knew he knew what was going to happen. So that way, he could seem like the you know that he's you know that his way is the right way, or he like he's the victim, you know, and the 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 council was not the right people for him. So yeah, it was yeah. So all that stuff was a nice setup. See, now this is the kind of even though like, I know this was you know for episode three. See, I didn't. This was a lot more developed story that I kind of wish I would have seen more in episode one and two. But yeah, and you no, know, you have. So they kind of go their separate ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, Obi Wan goes to Uaptu, uh to uh, confront Grievous. Right? Grievous. Yeah. Uh, and you no, know, like Anakin, you no, know, like is there, you know, like talking to uh, Sidious, and mm-hmm. before. There are obviously a lot of points in this movie, but I want to take a moment to talk about the opera scene. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah, right. the uh, space opera mm-hmm. yeah. with very trippy visuals. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is, um, I mean, from what I, from what I remember, there was, you know, the, the big purple, pinkish, you know, globes, whatnot, and you know, these things jumping in between them. But yes, it was nice. It was very... Yeah, no, it's visually enticing. Is yeah, what I want to say, yes, and you know that's also where I think what's to say uh, the Chancellor first talks about the dark side. Yes, and uh, the legend of Darth Plagueis. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And yeah. I'm going to ask: Do you want to uh, maybe reenact that? The <laughs> you have to call on crap. We have to pull this up. <laughs> okay. I'll sure. be pouting you, Bianchin. Sure, yes. Did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? No. I thought not. It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. It's a Sith legend. Darth Plagueis was the Dark Lord of the Sith, so powerful and so wise could use the force to influence the midichlorines to create life. He had such a knowledge of the dark side, he could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. He could actually save people from death. The dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities some consume to be unnatural. What happened to him? He became so powerful. The only thing he was afraid of was losing his power, which eventually, of course, he did. Unfortunately, he taught his apprentice everything he knew. Then his apprentice killed him in his sleep. Ironic. He could save others from death, but not himself. Is it possible to learn this power? Not from a Jedi. So, oh, well, you should have said that before. All right, let's go to the Dark Force. 
Yeah, so uh, there is a lot to unpack in this scene. So uh, kind of my interpretation is that, um, you know, like this is a legend, you know, like, and parts of it could be true, parts of it could be false, but I think my own theory is that Palpatine was the apprentice. I thought that too, yes. Um, I thought he was going to clarify that later, but he didn't. But he kind of got that feeling that he was talking about himself. Um, and so, and also, like, he learned from that to not let that happen to himself because, yeah. So I did get that. He, um, yeah, even though he never clarifies that. I don't know if there's, I think, I don't know if that's a fan theory or whatnot, but I do believe he was talking about himself in that scene, so. Yep. And I love I love that actor's voice the way he says that. He was like um Yeah. Ian uh, McDermott uh was in I think his thirties uh, when he played uh the Emperor in uh Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So uh he is kind of the right age and like he yeah. owns this role. Yeah, it's cool. Because uh, uh that was one of my favorite lines. Um what is it? Uh yeah, the the dark side of the fourth is a pathway to many abilities, some considered to be unnatural. I was like, wow, dude, you're really enunciating on that one. Yeah, but it's um, such a but it's such a um, the way he says the line is so it's very good. So uh, you know, it's I don't know how to describe it. It's creepy, but also seductive in a way. You know, especially yeah. for Anakin in that kind of moment. So yeah, so. Uh Obi-Wan goes to Uatu when he uh, confronts uh, Grievous and yes. eventually kills him. I thought this was an entertaining sequence, mm-hmm. especially with the uh, hello there yeah. and uh, <laughs> riding on top of the lizard thing. Yeah. Oh, wait, to clarify, was that lizard from episode two? No. That wasn't? Okay. I thought it might have been. I was like, I didn't think so, but I was like, maybe I missed that, but okay, good. I thought it was from, like, one of those battles that he got, you know, remember from the battle in episode yeah. two, but no. That's and, okay. you know, like, uh, it, and then, like, the clones attack as well. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. this big battle, yeah. and uh, you have uh, this uh, thrilling chase sequence mm-hmm. through these, uh, like, canyons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... You know, like, Obi-Wan uh, discovers that uh, the chest is a weakness. So, like, I think, uh, and, like, this is uh, really funny. He doesn't use his lightsaber, but he uses a blaster mm-hmm. to uh, shoot Grievous. Yeah, right. And he says, so uncivilized, and then tosses blaster <laughs> aside. Yeah. You know, like, uh, the lightsaber is, according to Obi-Wan, is an elegant weapon for a more civilized age. So oh, I just thought yes, yes, yeah, okay. funny to see him use the blaster. Right, yeah. And, you know, he, he already was, like, in that scene where, you know, jumps down out of nowhere and says hello there. He was he was confident. He knew he was going to win. It was so funny. You already saw the, uh, I don't want to say cockiness, but he was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, hello there. It's over for you, so don't even try fighting me. It's, you know. It's just wasted energy, like you yeah. said. But. And then uh, jumping over to uh, Kashyyyk, 
the Wookiee planet. Yes, where we uh, see the. Um, what well, did we see? Was this? Because uh, well, because I have to. Darn, I, I should have probably verified it was that one. Did we actually meet Chewbacca in this one? Or yes, we did. Uh, I thought so, but I was like, I didn't want to make you know make the uh, mistake of it was someone else besides Chewbacca. But I was like, yes, no, that was Chewbacca. So yes, yeah, so that was the f- intro to that. So yes. Yeah, and it was a really cool connection, mm-hmm. uh, meeting uh, Chewbacca and, you know, like, just seeing, you know, like, the whole army of Wookiees. Wookiees, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, was really awesome. Yeah. And, like, it's, you know, like, to compare, it's kind of like a D-Day scenario where, like, mm. they're mm-hmm. fighting on the beaches against the invading Separatist Separ- forces. Yeah. That's true, yes. So, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was a cool battle aspect happening. Um, yeah, I didn't even think you compared to that, did I? Yes, you're right. That's a good comparison. I Yeah, I enjoyed that, yeah. Because yeah. I, I thought I was going to talk about that. You know, I liked how it all, you know, you saw them now in the, the battle of that. But, yeah, no, you were right, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, like, Anakin finds out uh, that... Palpatine is uh, actually a Sith Lord. Right. And he uh, does tell them, the council, you know? Um, yeah. And confronts him, but um, Palpatine knows how to manipulate Anakin. Yeah. Like, all Anakin wants is that one power to save Padme from dying. Yeah. No, like, he doesn't necessarily want to kill people, but he wants that power, power. that just takes over. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, like, one of my favorite scenes, and it's a little bit quieter, mm-hmm. is uh, when you have kind of this, like, sunset. Um, and Anakin is in the empty room of the Jedi Council, and he looks out at the window. He's contemplating... You see Padme staring back. Like, it's a quiet scene, but sets the tension mm-hmm. so yeah. well of, like, contemplating, what do I do? Right. And, like, the weight of what he's about to do in order to save the one he loves. Yeah. Is, you know, and also think back, because I'd take it back to, he's, you know, he's so scared of losing Padme and, and the babies now, you know? He, um... And and I I also think it kind of goes back to, you know, his first visions about his mother, you know. I think it also kind of, if you think about it, it may play into, you know, like with his mother, he acted too late. Yeah. You know? So, and then he lost his mother. So I think that also played a part in it because he, you know, he's struggling, but he doesn't want to make the wrong choice. But it, I think it also feels like, you know, if he waits too long, it is going to be, you know, it's going to be too late for that, so... Yeah, and also I wanted to mention something real quick about color and uh, lighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Like with the sunset scene? And that yeah, one, or? but also in general, mm-hmm. you know, like, you see, like, Anakin, like, when he's talking to Yoda, you have the shades bouncing light off him, so... Right, like, yeah. Like, he's both in, like, light and darkness. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan's always in light, uh, contrasted to Anakin in the shadows. Yeah, right. I see what you mean, yes. I didn't pick that up. That's a good pickup, though. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even think about that. And also, uh, when 
uh, Padme Anakin on standing out. The soundtrack is bless you. Sorry, folks. I almost I didn't want to sneeze into the mic. We're good. Go on. Uh, the, the name of the soundtrack is called Padme's Ruminations, and you know, like to me, like it's the second best uh, to Battle of the Heroes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, it makes me want. I have to uh, like sit down and listen to the whole thing again, the soundtrack. Yeah, just so you know, just for uh, just to reminisce again. But yes, but see, um, like I said, me personally, um, it's always weird to get me into the mood to listen to just the instrumental soundtrack. But you know, sometimes you just like 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 we were talking about in the uh, the witch, the vivich. Yeah, you know, just some stuff is just cool just to listen to. You know, um, one uh, but yes, I didn't pick that up about the color. That's cool. Yeah, the. Jedi Council, Mace Windu, a bunch of the other Jedi go to mm. confront Chancellor. Right. And, and he killed, Chancellor killed all of them except, uh, what Sam Jackson character? Windu. Was. Windu, thank you. Um, uh, and, you know, like, we find out how the Emperor got his face. Face, yeah. Uh, he, and I think this is a really nice touch. Uh, he throws Force Lightning, uh, and and Windu reflects it with his lightsaber, mm-hmm. you know, and like from, you know, and he's you know like kind of talking to Anakin and you know, like to kill him. Yeah, Anakin is kind of like confused, you know, and then, you know, like he throws Windu out of the window. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, you get well. No, okay. Before you talk that, okay. in this tradition, he cuts off his hand. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is the tradition. He uh, because he um, you know, he's struggling because he can see that um, Windu wants to kill the Chancellor, um, because uh, uh, and you know, he and which is the same thing that you know, what's his name, Anakin did before. Yeah, but he he wants him to save the Chancellor because even though he wants the Chancellor, he he still has the good saying that, you know, the Chancellor should be arrested, but he doesn't want him killed because he wants him still alive to learn this power. Yeah. Because he still feels that he's still going to lose Padme and the babies. So he felt like the only way to stop him was that. So that was like the, you know, cut off his hand. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and then that was also cool to the, um, what's his name, that his, uh, the Chancellor's actions to it, um, you know, reaction to it. He, um, you know, he, he, you know, he was like pretending I don't know if he was pretending to die or faking it, um, or if he was actually was, uh, because you know he while he was getting electrocuted, you know, with the power in the saber, you yeah. know, he was like, "I'm dying, I'm dying." I, I I couldn't tell if he was faking it or, you know, he he was just like holding on until Anakin made that move because he was like he he feels like Anakin's going to do, you know, kill, yeah. Um, uh, kill him and then you know then when he uh slices off his hand and then all of a sudden he was like power unlimited power <laughs> you know great confession by the way no thank you because <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden he's like ah thanks anakin now power unlimited yep. power and so then, i felt like he was fake you know and which then, was also a nice manipulation yep. and then you have the 19th scene where uh uh palmatine gives him the name Darth, Darth Vader. Vader, and you know, um, then Hell basically breaks loose mm-hmm. uh, with Order sixty six. So, what was Order sixty six? Kill all the Jedi's. 
Basically. <laughs> so uh, in the Clone Wars, in the uh, Clone Wars series, there was uh, a chip in the heads of uh, the clones. Mm-hmm. You know, it was basically just like flipping on a switch, saying the words "Execute Order Sixty Six, and uh, the Jedi are killed. Um, No, and they don't just murder, like, the adult Jedi, they murder the children. The younglings. Yes. Not the younglings. And, no, like, uh, one of the things I love when, like, Anakin's marching in with, like, the clone army. Army, yeah. No, like, you have his face kind of obscure and shadow, and mm-hmm. you have that young boy, oh, Master Skywalker, what do we do? <laughs> and, like, you see Anakin's hand rise, and, like, his eyes are red. Red, yeah, no. And then you see, like, the flash of the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, interesting fact, this was the first Star Wars movie ever to be rated PG-13. Oh. Uh, probably for, like, this exact That's reason. reason. Oh, that's interesting, huh? No, and like the effect, I really like how you see the different Jedi and the different environments mm-hmm. uh, getting killed. It really right. adds to the tragedy, and yes. you know, like you have, you know, like Obi Wan who manages to escape, mm-hmm. uh, Yoda who, uh who, like, knows something is going on and just knocks out the two clones. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. And, you know, like, leaves uh, Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, that entire sequence is done so well. You know? yep. And then on Palpatine's orders, uh, he goes to Mustafar to eliminate the rest of the separatists. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, like, then, you know, like, Yoda and Obi-Wan meet up, and, you know, the acting is incredible when, like, you see Obi-Wan's reaction to, mm-hmm. like, finding out Anakin was the one who killed all those Jedi. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were finished. Mm. I was waiting for you. But yes, um, so my, so yes, I thought it was done very well, you know, because it wasn't, you know, it didn't drag out that whole, you know, killing scene. You just saw them all, you know, getting betrayed that way and, you know, not sure why. So it was a nice way to see how it all, how, how the fall of it, you know. Yeah. Um, and just started with that, and so that's why I think I liked Anakin more in this one. I guess I prefer the more evil Anakin than the good one. Yeah, you know, because you got to see him, you know, just be this bad guy and everything, um, in the transition. And then um, I I don't know why it's it's um, it's not that it was funny, but um, when what's his, Obi-Wan talks to Padme and then says um. I saw him killing younglings. Is uh, yeah. I've never heard children called younglings, so I was like, "That's a little <laughs> funny word to call them." Yeah, but uh, it's not not the younglings, no. <laughs> but um, but you know, no, I agree with you. Um, and 
in the, and of course in Yoda's style, you know, he knew something was going on. So it was like, and you know, he killed the two clone wars, the clone guys and the, you know, just gone. But when they got back to it, uh, I appreciate I think more out of everything. I still, I think I liked Yoda versus, uh, now Lord, the Sith Darth Lord, Sidious. Darth Sidious. Yes. Battle yeah. more than I liked, uh, Obi-Wan's and Anakin's battle. I don't know why, because it's like, you know, Yoda's just like, he... Yoda is a badass. Like, yeah. the way he mm-hmm. takes out those uh, two <laughs> Imperial guns, I, I crack up every, every time. time. I know, me too. Because they're, they're like, they want to attack him. They're like, hey, he's just like, yeah, that's all. Because <laughs> he, you know, he's just so... <laughs> he's like, these are... Because it's like, you know, he's... It's so it's hard to explain, but it's kind of yeah. like what you were saying earlier about um, Obi-Wan, you know, saving his lightsaber for... A more was it worthy opponent? Yeah, <laughs> kind of um, stuff. So, so Padme goes to Mustafar to mm-hmm. uh, talk to Anakin, and uh, Obi Wan hides um, in the in ship. Ship, yeah. And you no, know, like, I find that you no, know, like that conversation is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, where you have you really see how Anakin's perspective is kind of warped. You know, like, the Jedi are evil. Right, yeah. You know, like, from a from my view, the Jedi are evil. And, you know, like, uh, seeing him force choke Padme because, mm-hmm. like, his, like, mind is, you know, like, far gone. Yeah, because he feels that, because um, when he sees uh, Obi-Wan there, he thinks that, she brought Obi-Wan to stop him and, you know, he felt like he he used her as, to betray him. So he didn't see that this was just the actions of the dark side and, you know, no one was actually betraying him. But, you know, he did, he he couldn't see it that way anymore, everything. Um, so so that just added to, you know, his, his anger and everything else. So Yeah, that was, uh, and with, you know, like, Battle the uh, heroes. No, da 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 da. No, like that's playing. Uh, well, Obi Wan and Anakin are fighting, and like this is a battle that has been built up. Yeah, like no, it's going to happen, and it's just so satisfying, especially like on Mustafar. You know, like mm-hmm. with like all of the lava, lava and tension. Yeah. No, I there's this one moment when like like this giant lava explosion like just shoots and like them mm-hmm. both like wrestling and I got Lion King vibes from that, you know, like Scar versus Simba. Oh almost. yeah, yeah, yes, yes, right, And yeah. then you have um I was thinking of Aladdin Return of Jafar, but <laughs> 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 Yeah, go on. And then you have uh, Palpatine versus, um, have uh, Don Sidious versus Yoda, Yoda yes. with the uh, flying saucers in the yes. Senate. And so, yeah, so I uh, the I think obviously the I think the you know the best part. Well, there were a couple of best parts. Was you know um. Yeah, I I still like uh, Sidious, uh, Sidious voice, but you know he's like I've waited. 
for this for a long time, my little green friend. <laughs> it's like, dude, <laughs> your voice is so awesome. And then, um, so a couple of parts is like, you know, after when they're in that room and then Yoda blocks him, he's like, if so powerful, why leave? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then also at the end when they were having that uh, lightning battle and then, you know, this camera zoom in on Zyoda's eyes, he's like, dude, it's over for you. And then it's just that <laughs> blast, you know? Yeah. He's like, so, I mean... So that, so that was cool. Yes, yeah, that was cool. And Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin's battle ends with, you know, like, the weakness of the dark side is, like, overestimating uh, their power. You mm-hmm. know, Anakin says, you underestimate my power. Uh, you know, Obi-Wan says, don't try it. And, yeah. like, he jumps and uh, Obi-Wan, I think it was Obi-Wan, uh, cuts off his legs. Yeah, I, I think it was I think it was his legs and his arm, like one. Yeah, part, and yeah. then you have you no know, like Anakin in pain, you know, yeah. like angry uh, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan, and like you're my brother, Anakin. Yeah. I loved you. Uh, like that scene is heartbreaking, and you know, like even McGregor, like that is probably the best. Like for me, the best acting moments of the prequels. Yeah, that's what that's what I was saying earlier. You, you know, know the and actors had a lot more to work with, um, with emotions and everything. So yeah, and you know, like he picks up Anakin's lightsaber yeah. and uh, leaves. Yeah, and and we all know how Anakin felt about Obi Wan at that moment. Yeah, don't we? You want to do it, or should I? Uh, you. Okay, fine. I hate you. <laughs> it's like, well, okay, dude. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, like you have um, Padme, who is in childbirth and mm-hmm. the uh, hospital ship, um, you know, juxtaposed with uh, the Emperor, uh, you know, like, uh, saving Anakin and like right. says so you no know, like the death of Anakin the creation of Darth oh, so Vader mm-hmm. and you no know, like the way that those two scenes are cut mm-hmm. are uh, right fantastic yeah. and you no know, like I know that people will kind of criticize this moment you no know, like because they think Padme died of a broken heart but uh, I think that you know like using the dark side Sidious um drained her life to save Anakin so like the death of Padme is like the birth of Darth Vader and like especially I love the POV shot mm-hmm. with the mask and seeing the red eyes yeah and like way that you know like you have steam and like and everything yeah when you hear Darth Vader first breathe. You also hear his heartbeat. So, like, mm-hmm. the birth of Darth Vader is literally uh, the resurrection of Anakin. Anakin. I see what you mean. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm, I didn't... That's an interesting thing. I wouldn't have gotten that. I mean, I did. I do understand, you know, it's the death of um, Padme, the birth of his children, but also the birth of Vader. So I did get that. But I didn't get the... Say, uh, that one I may have to... Think about about you know Sidious draining, yeah, uh, whatnot. I mean the more obvious the answer is because of heartbreak, heartbroken. But um, maybe you know you may have a point there. That's good. I did like um, you know when he said uh, you know it seems that you killed her, 
He was like, I did not. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I. I that is the one moment uh, that I don't like from Revenge of the Sith. I know. Like, I think that it would have worked if you cut the no and just like have like the music, yeah. no sound. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know it, it probably would have you know if he would have been better if he you know he did rip himself off of the table, and you just saw that music and then just you know his anger. The no was funny because you don't hear. <laughs> The voice was just, yeah. no, <laughs> so funny. Yeah, uh, if James Earl Jones, I was like, yeah, that sounded weird, dude. Sorry, but yeah, I also liked. Um, so, you no, know, like the ship that they're on is reminiscent of the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you no, know, like the right. discussing, you no, know, like what do we do with the children? Right, you no. Know, um, and you know, I one uh, thing before in the last scene, you get Pat May's uh, funeral procession, you know, mm-hmm. just like in one for royalty. Like, right. so I think that's a nice touch to her roots as a queen before she was a senator. Senator, yeah, right. And you know, like, uh, Bail Organa takes uh, Leia mm-hmm. and like seeing like Alderaan, yeah. Then you have Obi Wan uh, take. Luke to Tatooine, yes. and you mentioned with with Anakin's stepbrother and yeah. his girlfriend, yes, and you no, know, like Obi Wan goes off into the desert to, mm-hmm. you know, like, essentially watch over him from distance, and it ends with uh, Uncle Owen and Boo and uh, infant Luke staring at the twin sons, sons. yeah. So, no, and you know, it's so and I, poetic. Yeah, and you know, I think that I, I think it added kind of because you know, it didn't like it, it. Still added. It ended like there was even even though we all knew yes there was you know the original Star Wars continuing. So, but it still ended as a continuing story. You know, yeah. it didn't end like that was the end of the story. It still just ended as part of the series, which I thought I kind of appreciated. So you kind of just saw there's more to it, even though we do know you know, the Star Wars series already happened, but that kind of, I, I, yeah, it was just like, like, so watch episode four kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so kind of my final thoughts is, um, like the Dave Filoni Clone Wars cartoon and Revenge of Sith mm-hmm. really helped shape me to become the Star Wars fan that I am today. And we watching it, it holds up. Um, no, and like I said, I give it four out of five, and mm-hmm. we may have gone over an hour, but I think it was worth it. I do too, yes. I, um, as you see, I had a lot more to talk about with this one too. Um, so like I said, still, it is my favorite out of these original, uh, these three movies. Um, I was trying to think of something else that came to my mind, but no, I think we covered everything. It was, um, but and I do agree with like you said the creation of Darth Vader. I did like that sequence, you know, um, after he got burned by yeah. the lava and everything. You kind of saw the red eyes, and the red eyes are cool, you know. Yes, yeah. that's kind of always cool. But yeah, so I just kind of wish there was. That, I'm not saying that there should have been that much intensity in the first two, but let's say the first two episodes were just kind of very, just blase a little yeah. bit. So now the third one kind of 
didn't make up for it. I guess you kind of just saved the best for last, in quotes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, nope, four out of five for me. And I guess what? The next one we'll have to actually talk about now, the original Star Wars, the first one, episode four, original episode one. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll try. To, I want to try to at least, before we all graduate for the semester, get through at least all six episodes if we can. Yeah. You know, because now we're getting down to the wire. And it's yeah. the final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll go see that. So we'll be back next week, though. Um, yeah, I'm uh, Tommy Taylor, aka DJ Tomcat. I'm Morgan Gore, DJ Mogo, and this has been Movie Mayhem. And thank you guys for tuning in. Thank we'll you. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs>